Welcome to First Formation, spiritual exercise for Christian soldiers looking to get the fuck up and pray. Join Pew Pew HQ every weekday morning to hear the good news through grunts and with grunts in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Psalm 72 Give the king your justice, O God, and your righteousness to a king's son. May he judge your people with righteousness and your poor with justice. May the mountains yield prosperity for the people and the hills in righteousness. May he defend the cause of the poor of the people, give deliverance to the needy, and crush the oppressor. May he live while the sun endures and as long as the moon throughout all generations. May he be like rain that falls on the mown grass, like showers that water the earth. In his days may righteousness flourish and peace abound until the moon is no more. May he have dominion from sea to sea and from the river to the ends of the earth. May his foes bow down before him and his enemies lick their dust. May kings of Tarshish and the isles render him tribute. May the kings of Sheba and Seba bring gifts. May all kings fall down before him all nations give him service. For he delivers the needy when they call, the poor and those who have no helper. He has pity on the weak and the needy and saves the lives of the needy. From oppression and violence he redeems their life and precious is their blood in his sight. Long may he live. May gold of Sheba be given to him. May prayer be made for him continually and blessings invoked for him all day long. May there be abundance of grain in the land. May it wave on the tops of the mountains, may its fruit be like Lebanon, and may people blossom in the cities like the grass of the field. May his name endure forever, his fame continue as long as the sun. May all nations be blessed in him, and may they pronounce him happy. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, who alone does wondrous things. Blessed be his glorious name forever. May his glory fill the whole world. Amen and Amen. The prayers of David, son of Jesse, are ended. Jeremiah chapter 31, verses 7 through 14. For thus says the Lord, Sing aloud with gladness for Jacob, and raise shouts for the chief of the nations. Proclaim, give praise, and say, Save, O Lord, your people, the remnant of Israel. See, I am going to bring them from the land of of the north, and gather them from the farthest parts of the earth. Among them the blind and the lame, those with child and those in labor together. A great company they shall return here. With weeping they shall come, and with consolations I will lead them back. I will let them walk by brooks of water, and a straight path in which they shall not stumble. For I have become a father to Israel, and Ephraim is my firstborn. Hear the word of the Lord, O nations, and declare it in the coastlands far away. Say, He who scattered Israel will gather him and will keep for him as a shepherd a flock. For the Lord has ransomed Jacob, and has redeemed him from the hands too strong for him. They shall come and sing loud on the height of Zion, and they shall be radiant over the goodness of the Lord, over the grain, the wine, and the oil, and over the young of the flock of the herd. Their life shall become like a watered garden, and they shall never languish again. Then shall the young men shall the young women rejoice in the dance, and the young men and the old shall be merry. I will turn their mourning into joy. 
I'll comfort them and give them gladness for sorrow. I'll give the priests their fill of fatness, and my people shall be satisfied with my bounty, says the Lord. The Gospel of John, chapter 1, verses 10 through 18. He was in the world, and the world came into being through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to what was his own, and his own people did not accept him. But to all who received him, who believed in his name, he gave power to become children of God, who were born not of blood, or of the will of the flesh, or the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and lived among us, and we have seen this glory, the glory of a father's only son, full of grace and truth. John testified to him and cried out, This was he of whom I said, He who comes after me ranks ahead of me because he was before me. From his fullness we have all received grace upon grace. The law indeed was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God. It is God, the only Son, who who is close to the Father's heart, who has made him known. Good morning and welcome to the twelfth and final day of Christmas. This is Brother Logan Isaac broadcasting from Walkersville, Maryland. This morning's readings come to us from Psalm 72, Jeremiah 31, and John 1. And uh, tomorrow is Epiphany when we remember the appearance and the gifts of the Magi. Um, And we often think there are three because there are three gifts, but Matthew actually doesn't give the number of Magi, and bound up in their story is their their kind of um, stopping in uh, at King Herod's palace and being asked, hey, tell me when you find him because I'd like to see him. And they have this dream that warns them against telling Herod where uh, the Christ child is, and so they don't. Um and this morning's readings remind me of you know what it means to be a king. Um, as I was reading the psalm yesterday, I think you noticed I used the feminine pronouns for the king um, rather than God. Um, and I, I, you know, I was halfway through it before I realized that all of this in Psalm seventy-two is talking about the king, not God. Um, and the parallels are so close. Um, the way that it talks about the king are, are the way that others, other psalms talk about God. Um, and I think the beauty of that is that that's what a king could look like. That's what a ruler, a good ruler, could look like. And Solomon, as I said, was really popular. I have this complicated you know, understanding of Solomon, but he was popular. Uh, prosperity uh, was brought to the land. But it didn't resolve some of the divisions, and some of the divisions got worse. Um, but on the whole, he did bring prosperity. He judged righteously between you know disputes between people. Um, but God, being king, um, can be especially for American, you know, liberty-minded, um, you know, autonomy-minded individuals, Christians might not like the idea that God, in fact, is a king. Um, I think I've said before, I, as I got out of the military, I ran with a lot of Christian anarchist circles and it taught me a lot. Um, but I noticed that you know, there's uh, one of the things that um, they'd say frequently is, um, uh, no gods but God. Um, and, and often right after that is no kings, no government. Um, we don't need 
rulers. And I think there's, I think that's true. But I don't think that rulers are the problem. I think that greed and corruption are the problem. And here in this psalm, we see that uh, that it's possible um, for a ruler to be good um, and to reflect the qualities of God so closely that sometimes in referencing the king, we think we're actually referencing God. Um, not that the king is God, but that the king reflects God's justice and goodness and um, wholeness. Um, and it uh, it ties in um, to the other two readings. You know, they're very hopeful and this kind of this beautiful prose. Um, but it also, I think, reminds us of another aspect of a godly ruler, um, because it's it emphasizes grace rather than you know the law or or like harsh justice. Um, you know the the law, which is good, was given through Moses, and truth has come through Jesus Christ, um, and that truth in Jesus Christ is so closely paralleled to goodness and beauty um, that it, you know, the the gospel reading closes with Jesus Christ not only brought truth, but he is the closest to the Father's heart, and that has what is what has made God known to us, not the law. But Jesus Christ, um, grace rather than the law, truth and beauty rather than um, restriction and, you know, kind of calculating, you know, moral qualities like, a, you know, the, the, the image of a judge. Um, and so the, the, similarly, just as we can sometimes get lost in the corrupt, you know, overpopulation of a thing, you know, a lot of kings and and uh, presidents and heads of government are and can be corrupt. Just because we see so much of it doesn't mean that that's what it. That's the only thing that can be. Um, you know, we we mustn't forget that there are such a thing. There is such a thing as a king that uh, you know rules justly, loves uh, mercy and kindness, um, and Jesus is the perfect embodiment of that but i also think that it's possible to see or it's possible to have and to be the kind of person that we are called to be and to wield power in a way that reflects uh god's mercy and kindness um and we also you know the same um christian anarchists had some issues with the military um and of of uh, of the things that I took from them. You know, I, I think for me, who had just gotten out of the military, their anti-military bent stood out more strongly. And that's the thing I noticed more, um, even though it was about kings and governments and um, systems of rule, um, I couldn't help but notice that they apply that same kind of, there's no such thing as a good king, to the military, you know, there's no such thing as a good soldier, um, and I don't, I don't think they, I don't think very many people, then or now, think that like overtly, but it's necessary for a kind of worldview that envisions, um, or well, that that prioritizes 
certain aspects of our scripture and tradition over and above the others. Because there is an anti-government bent in Judaism and Christianity. I mean, there's no denying it. Um, But I think that's more properly understood as an anti-corruption, anti-greed and and, um, lust for power more so than it is, you know, uh, the military or or governor uh, governor government or 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 system of power um, because I don't think power is a problem. I think the power is vice. I think it, the pow- the problem is um, weak people who are given things, given responsibility that they can't bear, and so they they bend it to their will, and they you know they kind of poison the the barrel um, for for lack of a better phrase. Um, but we mustn't forget, uh, you know, we shouldn't miss the forest for the trees. We can't forget that there is actually such a thing as a good king. There is such a thing as a good soldier. There's such a thing as a good cop, um, and that we can't and should not, um, you know, be confused or, or be led astray into thinking that the people who are, who are, you know, failing in their duties, are the embodiment of, of, of that vocation. Um, and I think the readings from the psalm and the gospel this morning remind us of what it looks like for there to be a good thing despite the bad. A prayer for sound government from the Book of Common Prayer. O Lord, our governor, bless the leaders of our land that we may be a people at peace among ourselves and a blessing to other nations of the earth. Teach our people to rely on your strength and to accept their responsibilities to their fellow citizens, that they may elect trustworthy leaders and make wise decisions for the well-being of our society, that we may serve you faithfully in our generation and honor your holy name. For yours is the kingdom, O Lord, and you are exalted as head above all. Amen. Thank you for falling into First Formation, where Pew Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hardy folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. If you like what you've heard, you can participate in one of the three following ways. First, you can support the podcast at patreon.com slash pewpewhq. You can contribute as little as a dollar a month, and you can cancel at any time if I ever piss you off. Second, you can become a co-host by recording a lectionary reading for a future episode. Instructions will be provided, and you don't have to be a grunt to collaborate with Pew Pew HQ in this or any way. Finally, you can also record and send prayer requests of a minute or less. Prayers can be included in the episode, read anonymously if you wish, or kept private for me to pray for off-air. So there you have it, three ways to participate in First Formation. I hope you'll continue to listen, even if I can't convince you to jump in. This has been Brother Logan Isaac, always faithful, Always family. Semper Familia.